the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday out there. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for, geez, 27 years. Currently the Northern California area manager for Essex Mortgage. We're on the beautiful Loan Center in Northern California, but the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks, uh, getting you either back in home ownership, buying that first home, third home, first commercial property, and this is exactly what I love to do. And this whole show, this is my fourth year on air, uh, grew from a little station in Sacramento and continuously added a few more stations, and now we're heard pretty much throughout Northern California. Uh, and it started just because of my just sheer frustration and madness about what I was hearing in the national media during the downturn about how our industry was terrible. Real estate was a bad investment. You needed an 800 FICO score to buy a house. You needed 50% down. And if anything else, this show has shown that people like to come and get their answers, their questions answered. And this show is all about you, the consumer. We have a ton of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, if you want to call in, you hear something that you have a question, maybe you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, and you just haven't been explained something real well, or maybe not at all in this industry, um, give us a call. You can call the show, 925-203-5808. Again, 925-203-5808. We have our text line. Seems to be uh, the, the mode of choice. We have a ton of text questions to get to from last week. It's our simple number, 916-806-0606. Again, 916-806-0606. We also have our website, reallifelending.com. Go on, email me. Uh, maybe an idea about a show, maybe a problem. One of the things we do for all of our listeners is we will uh, go ahead and take a look at your loan estimate, or maybe your good, we don't call it a good faith anymore, but what you're being offered from another lender. And we'll give you an honest opinion. Listen, you know, buying a house is probably one of the largest investments a lot of you will make. Why not get a second opinion? One of two things are going to happen. I'm going to tell you that, hey, this is a pretty good deal. It's market. Then I'm probably going to call the loan officer and offer him a job. Or I'm going to tell you, hey, I think you could do a little bit better, and here's why. Uh, so, again, we love to hear from you. We have a special uh, guest later on in the show calling about an amazing property. Those of you that are paying $2 million for a 2,000-square-foot house uh, where, you're, where you're currently located, listen up. Uh, it's amazing. It is phenomenal, and it's really something to see. But right now in studio, we have Jessica Couch. Hi, Jessica. Good evening. Uh, remind everybody who you are and what you do. Uh, full-time realtor. I love helping people find their dream home, move up or you know, downsize. But my real niche is investment property. Love helping people make money with their money. And I know we have all of our Bay Area investors leaning into the radio because they know that uh, you're always going to have a good property. We'll uh, wait till the them. end. But we'll wait yes. till the end. Uh, and, and that's a great thing about the show is we find that investors are kind of like the ones that are out looking right now, right? Absolutely. In fact, that what that seems to be what keeps me really busy fourth quarter. We're out there looking for deals. And Jessica is the queen of multi-units. She'll find it. I know that she is uh, 
she knows some off-market properties. So listen up, ask questions, and again, text your real estate questions as well to 916-806-0606. A little bit about Essex Mortgage. We've been in business. This is our 30th year. Uh, we fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate and doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. We are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house, which kind of allows us to maybe do some unique things, maybe some more common sense underwriting than most. But we offer FHA, VA, Jumbo, USDA, uh, just about everything else out there. And if I don't have a home for it, I'll certainly find you one. Um, and also one of the things that well, I was thinking, Jessica, we got to do a show on commercial in the next month or oh, so. Because that would I be think exciting. that's something yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of a commercial transaction right now. And we've got some unique hiccups that I think the listeners might find uh, interesting because commercials, uh, commercials, uh, uh, a different animal. I want you. to know what the hiccups are. Oh. <laughs> That's a whole other show. Um, Jessica, what's going on in the market? Um, things are still moving right along. I think um, you have statistics close by with uh, where where our where our market is heading, and I think maybe we can look at some of those um, predictions at some point during the, the yeah, evening we'll as well. Yeah, one of the things I kind of wanted to know: Are we still having inventory issues? I see that uh, that's we one of are. the major things I'm still seeing. You know. And it, it, it's kind of funny that uh, every we see all these national right. stats, right? And and we're such a unique microcosm of Northern California real estate because we are our own animal in itself. Meaning, we were the first ones to to crash, first uh-huh. ones to pull ourselves out, and we're kind of leading the trend in, the, in nationally. But um, it's. It, it really depends on what market you're at. Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. It really depends. If you're looking for a multi, yes, there's certainly a shortage. If you're looking for a terrific five-bedroom, three-bath home, we still have some of those available. It, it depends on what area and what, what type of property you're looking for. Well, one of the things that came across my desk is an article um, by a local, um, a large real estate brokerage. And, and you know, uh, another lending company actually did a nationwide um, uh, kind of a study on appraisals. Uh-huh. Uh, and again, this just shows you how unique we are, where nationally there was an average that appraisals that were coming in on sales were about just about one and a half percent lower than expected values by homeowners. Well, and I, I know it shouldn't matter, but it really does seem to have something to do with the type of loan. We, sure. we were just chatting about this. How I, you know, I had two different appraisals on the same property within weeks of each other. See, it that shouldn't were, be that way. It, it shouldn't, but it is. A loan is a loan is a loan. It's, it's based on sale, recent sales comps. Maybe something else sold. Were the sales were the comps different? No. The no. same comps. Same comps. Wow. See, that's that's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Well. <laughs> But, you know, you get into certain areas of the country, you know, appraisals are more than 3% off uh, homeowners wow. estimate. But here, one of the things in the Bay Area, uh, but, you know, we're, we're in the midst of rapid price appreciation. Right. And the average homeowner in San Francisco, they tend to underestimate the value of their home. Uh, uh, you know, right now in San Francisco, San Mateo, appraisals are coming in about 2.5% higher than than the homeowner thinks. I believe Which it. is a great spot to be in. Right. Um You've been having problems with appraisals these days? Um, I, I've, I've had, not, I've since had you just some got that last one. Uh, right. Yes. Now, this week, um, I was pleasantly surprised to see that we came in above value of where we needed. But um, yeah, la- the last couple of weeks were challenging for that reason with listings. Well, let's talk about that. If somebody's out there listening and they're thinking about, you know, maybe, hey, this is the year I list my house for sale. And um, why guess? You know, 
you know, you always recommend that it's a great idea to do an appraisal before you even list. Oftentimes, yes. Um, And in situations where you're in a track house, like I had this come up recently in Elk Grove, a track house community, we listed low, we ended up with, you know, a dozen offers. And then we were able to really call the shots and say no appraisal. You know, we won't even accept that as a contingency. Um, We ended up in contract 20,000 over, but we didn't have an appraisal contingency. So it ended up working to our advantage. I, I think that's the stickler. If you get into something and you're asking more than it's going to appraise for, it's really difficult to be able to find that buyer that is going to pay um, higher a higher price than what the the neighborhood will dictate, and then remove an appraisal contingency on top of that. Obviously, as a seller, you know you're, you want to do your homework, right? Find a list uh, a good agent that's going to do their homework and give you an accurate value because, you know, we were talking before the show started. Is that one of the text questions we we had? And and I'm going to summarize because I can't go through all the pilot's pages on my desk is that she basically is getting asked by her agent to drop to reduce the price of her house has been on the market she keeps getting asked to drop and drop and drop what are your thoughts on that and, and i think the point of that was hey do i take it off the market to to reset days on market on on MLS. How does that work? Well, that is a really good question. I think a savvy agent's going to be able to tell right away. I know I can, you know, I go on, I go on, I see something go, huh, this hasn't sold yet. What's going on? I'll do, you know, a research for 60 seconds and find, oh, it's already been on the market for 200 days. So that reset really doesn't change anything. So there's two places to look, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's days on market and then there's somewhere else where it shows it's been listed before. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You can go into the uh, property history and and pull up who listed it, why it came off the market, you know, all, all of that sort of thing. Another common question we get all the time, is it a good time maybe to pull your house off the market during the holidays? I think it depends on your situation. I mean, I've I've been in situations where we've had a renter in the property and, and yes, then it was the right decision to wait till the renter left and you know the property and put it back on. But if you've already been on the market, I would say take the price reduction if you're not getting the hits. If the market's telling you this price isn't acceptable, I'd lower price and see if you couldn't get it sold. You know, there's a lot of other factors involved and, and, and everybody that listens to the show or listens to the podcast understands that I hate to talk about interest rates, but you know, over the last nine days, we've been trending upward and you know, the, 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 the basic uh, uh, quote of the day is mortgage rate trend is not your friend because it's trending up. <laughs> so where are we today for, for an <laughs> well, average? You know, it's, it's, it's depending, obviously depends on loan sure. value and, and credit score, but you know, just, we, we probably are up three, an eighth to a quarter point in the last wow. nine days. So we're back but before Brexit happened, we're kind of back to those territory again. And what's going to happen next is, is who knows? You know, God, if you watched the debate the other night and if you look at all the listen to all the uh, the marketers, we got problems over in Europe that we're not even talking about because everybody's focused on the election. Um, is the Fed going to raise interest rates? Who cares? Okay, it's not really going to affect your long-term interest rates like just a mortgage. What happened when the Fed raised a quarter point earlier this year? Interest rates went down on mortgages. Uh-huh. So uh, it's not really tied together. It's more short-term debt, auto consumer credit. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we're there yet. Unemployment was adjusted upward slightly, even though they're not going to tell you the true 10% rate that it really is. Um, and even though I try not to get political on this show, I really think that we have a window here, uh, just for as a lender who's been in business for almost 30 years, to to kind of understand that, hey, we might have an opportunity. Something's going to happen with Absolutely. the next administration. We can't keep printing money for 10 years. Obviously, we're not going to get back to the 80s and 90s and the 6s and 7s. At least I hope not. Um, but, you know, folks, believe it or not, you younger listeners out there, interest rates on a mortgage in the eight, 1983 was 14%. How much less of a house could you buy for 14%? Right. That's a different state. Right. That's not just a different neighborhood. So, so, I mean, one of the things, we're kind of spoiled. And I really think that we have kind of a perfect storm. You know, 
would you agree we're kind of leveling off home price wise? I would agree. So, and we've got interest rates near all time lows. Uh, I think that if you're, you know, and we talk about buying during this time of the year, you know, there's always a reason not to buy. You know, sure. uh, we could pass through spring. Oh, well, there's not enough comps sold, so I'm going to wait till summer. Sure. So, and everybody's perfect idea in their head, they've got these two months that they've got to list their house and sell it. And uh-huh. it just doesn't work that way. I would agree. Uh, so listen again, and again, whether I'm talking to none of your first time home buyers, your move up buyers, or maybe you're downsizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've even got some people that are taking advantage of the prop 90, right. you know, moving up to El Dorado County from the Bay Area, taking their prop 13 tax base on that hundred thousand dollar house they bought in 1972, paying a million dollars cash for another house up in uh-huh. El Dorado County and, and taking their prop 13 tax base on that hundred thousand dollar house with them. Uh, and again, if you have any questions on prop 90, give us a call 925-203-5800. Jessica, I have a question for you, and I know we're not going to get to it before the break, but uh, just your experience with one of the questions that I get all the time, and it's a repeated text question, is solar leases and solar purchases on ah. on on title. A problem for you? Um, it, most of the time that I run into this, it's Solar City and they're assumable, so it has not been an issue. Um, I just chatted with a couple the other day that um, has solar, but they've already paid it off. They paid it off in order to be able to sell their home. Um, but I, I'm curious to see what, what you've seen on your side of things with solar. Well, I get I get both sides. I hear that uh, uh, some realtors are really having a problem because maybe it's an older system, ah. the verbiage on it. Uh, some of them can be transferred. Some uh-huh. of them can't. Uh, I ran into an instance where we were in, uh, my buyer was in contract. We were ready to, the loan was approved and uh, we looked at the, uh, the solar lease. Well, it hadn't been turned on and the lease was signed two years prior. Oh so they gosh. didn't fulfill their, their obligation to the contract, but they wouldn't remove the system. My buyer said, all right, take it off. I don't want it. Right. Uh, and they said, no, we're in contract. But, well, it doesn't work. <laughs> and oh the current owner of the home was just basically, I don't care. I'm just, I'm done. Right. And it really caused a problem. So if anything else, read your lease agreement, lease, uh, read your loan terms. And when we come back after the break, everybody hears the pa- the PACE loans, uh-huh. you know, the, the energy efficient loans to help update your system with solar or, or energy efficient uh, items. We're going to talk about that when we come back and tell oh. you the good with the bad. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending here on KDOW. My name's Eric McKay. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. Well, your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Before the break, we were talking about, uh, which is really popular right now, Jessica, right? The, the, the solar leases or the yes. solar payment plans. And what's really big right now is it's called a PACE loan. And it stands for, uh, oh, geez, I just lost it. Property Assessed Clean Energy. Huh. And it's billed as a loan to help purchase uh, solar panels or energy efficient products for your home. So would my FHA client be able to add maybe dual pane windows, um, whole house fan? What would be included? Yeah, this in- has nothing to do for purchase. This is okay. something once you own your house, uh, there's energy efficient mortgages for that, which is kind of like a type of FHA loan, uh, which is great. That is a good program. And I'm going to tell you the difference. Now, I don't dislike PACE. Uh-huh. I just want to make sure and educate everybody out there exactly how it works. Um, first of all, it's not really a loan. How is it's it not paid a loan? through your property tax? It's an oh, assessment. I did hear about this on your property tax, so it, it, it's still based on an interest rate, and it's still uh, added to your tax bill. 
And what do we know about tax bills? It's a proprietary lien, right? Right. It supersedes your mortgage. So if something happens, if you're late on your payment, uh, it's going to call that note. Wow. Uh, and let's just look at the common sense. It's a 20-year commitment, okay? And, it, and, and that's basically, it's a 20-year commitment. What they do is they average out the cost at, at 8 to 10, 12% interest, depending on who's selling it to you. Uh, uh, and, and you know, if you think 8%, all right, it's a good second mortgage. You know, it's, it's, it's great. I, I'm okay with that. But it's, a, it's on a, it's a, remember, it's a piece of technology that's attached to your roof. What's happens in your cell phone in three years, four years, uh-huh. five years? What do you think that that uh, 20-year-old or even five-year-old right. solar panels are going to be worth? Okay. Um, and I kind of use that example because uh, it, it really is not a loan. And, it's, and what happens if you – it's a 20-year lien on your title, right? Uh-huh. What happens if you want to sell that house? Uh, that would be my question. So is this new buyer going you, to be able to assume that? Your new buyer assumes your new tax rate. So he's going to be paying more property tax than the house identical across the street. Now, is that a good sales point? No. Sure, you're saving some money maybe on, on your solar, on your on your energy. But I think there are other ways to do it. Now, I'm not bashing this program, but think about that. Would you buy a house and pay another $300 a month for a uh, outdated solar panel system no. on your roof? No. I think that could end up being a, a pretty big hiccup on a deal. So the seller either has to pay it off at close. Uh-huh. Or don't sell the house. Wow. Um, rates are high. You know, like I said, 8 to 12%. Right. The biggest thing here is that it's sold as a loan because there actually is an interest rate attached to it. But it's not regulated like a loan. Consumer Finance Protection Bureau doesn't have anything to say about it. Oh. It is basically non-RESPA, non-disclosure up to this point uh-huh. that people really don't really understand what they're signing, I think, in most cases. I'm curious to see how this shakes out. I mean, I've heard of Pace Loan. I haven't used it personally sure. or you know, have experiences with clients, but this could really cause a, a hiccup. But here's another thing is that is, um, there's no verification that you have the ability to repay. So they're not running your credit. They're just attaching it to no, your... No credit. You're, wow. They're just attaching it to your tax bill that without any verification that you can afford that extra uh-huh. tax bill. Interesting. And, and there's a great example of a gal, 70-year-old lady in Vista, that she's paying about $990 a month. Uh, she was sold this thing. Hey, I'm going to get a tax. You're going to get a $10,000 tax break. Well, somebody who's making under 1000 doesn't need a tax break. Uh-huh. Okay? But her payment, she got her first tax bill, went to $1,500 a month. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So just just be careful, folks. Read the fine print. And if there's and, and there are some great lease companies, or solar companies out right. there. Uh, that whether it's a lease or it's it's a finance opportunity, I think the tax route is different is is not the way to go right. because you're basically making your house more expensive than any other property in the neighborhood in the that neighborhood we're going to use street. for comparables. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so again, it's just be careful because uh-huh. uh, and these are real world instances. Now Jerry Brown, this is one of the good things he just did. He did just sign uh, uh, something last month. Uh, late September, Assembly Bill 2693 into law, and it's no before you know legislation for these types of programs. So you're actually going to sign a disclosure uh, piece, kind of like a RESPA and a truth in lending for a loan. So that's a good thing. That is. But again, folks, if you're thinking about PACE, read it. 
call and ask me any questions if you want. 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, folks. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And again, we get some texts on the PACE program. If you have questions about that, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not against it. I'll say I'm sure it has a definite need, but there are some loopholes that are, and some facts that I think you need to know as a consumer. So feel free to give me a call uh, and jump on the website, reallifelending.com, and we'll try to get to some of the text questions. After our next guest, we have a couple of really special guests. Number one team uh, for REMAX Gold in Sacramento region. I think they approximately did over $40 million in 2015 in sales. Uh, please welcome to Real Life Lending, Angela Demiri and Jeff Trexler. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, Eric. Thank you so much for that nice introduction. Oh, you bet. Well, welcome to the show. Um, we we try to make this fun and, and uh, at least educate everybody out there. But I know that uh, you guys have been in the business for a while, and, and uh, we see your name just about everywhere up here. Why don't you guys kind of introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do and, and who you are? Um, Jeff and I are business partners. We've uh, been with Remax since about 2007. Um, between the two of us, we probably have about close to 30 years in real estate Um in, in the real estate bar- market locally. Uh, we specialize in pretty much everything. We do a lot of the high-end properties. We have a property we want to tell you about uh, that we just recently listed. Um, but Yeah, and it, uh, it's yeah, absolutely... So uh, it, it's an amazing property, and I know that... Uh, um, it's kind of unique. It's actually uh, somebody, an acquaintance of mine that's a friend, and, and uh, we're going to try to get one of you listeners out there to make the move up north. Uh, let's start by talking about the property. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So it's listed, um, it's in on Carmen Drive in Calithia, and it's a custom home enclave in El Dorado Hills. It's got panoramic views of, you've got Folsom Lake, you've got the Sutter Buttes, the Coastal Mountain Range, you can see the Sacramento City skyline. It's probably one of the best views in the whole Sacramento region. But both Angela and I, uh, we've been, we do a lot of business in the over a million dollar price range in El Dorado Hills. We see a lot of the homes that come on the market and we also list a lot of the homes. I can honestly tell you out of all the years I've been doing business, that this home has arguably some of the best views in the region. Yeah, it is really amazing. And um, can you tell us how big it is? Some other other things about the house? Yeah, it's over 8,200 square feet. It's on an acre. It's listed at 2,295,000. That equates to about 279 a square foot, which is a bargain compared to some of and, the and, and houses in the Bay Area. That, that'd, cost you, that'd cost you eight, nine million dollars in the Bay Area, <laughs> oh, folks. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's got a movie theater, a Hollywood, um, kind of an old Hollywood look uh, movie theater. It's got a gym. It's got a in ha- um, under roof guest quarters, like a guest casita with a full kitchen. There's 500 square feet of um, finished storage. It's got dual staircases as you walk in. It's very elegant. It's got a kind of a contemporary elegance. It's um, it's it, more transitional as well. So we've got some. They, they've they've got the um, dining room. They converted to a billiard room, and it's beautiful with this really upscale designer wallpaper. 
they did a wonderful job in this house. They have great taste. And, and the floor plan offers a lot of flexibility for uh, families. If someone wanted to run a business out of their home, there's space for that. If someone had, you know, three generations living with them, as Angela mentioned, has a great in-law quarters, just a lot of flexibility, flexibility in the floor plan. And the neighborhood's yeah. really private. It's tucked away. We do a lot of Serrano, which we love, and um, you know, we represent um, a lot of uh, buyers and sellers in El Dorado Hills, and particularly Serrano. But Calithia is not on the radar screen as far as uh, – you don't see a lot of, house, of houses come up on the market in there. Um, we're honored to have this listing. It's such a beautiful home to sell, but it kind of it showcases this neighborhood. It's just kind of tucked away in El Dorado Hills. It's probably I think about, it's uh, I think it's a solid, solid, solid uh, neighborhood. And I think it's, you know, in my, oh, in, uh, I've been an Eldorado Hill residence for 20 years. And I think uh, it's it's probably one of the best because without all the rules of Serrano. Uh, and, right. Uh, right. Uh, but it's, it's got the amazing up. views. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. On the same page there, you know. So, so where can people where are our listeners? Where can they see this house and uh, how can they view it? They can go to our website, which is. DeMaryandTrexler.com, and they can actually go on the website and uh, look under our listings that we have for sale and click on the virtual tour. Right, and then we also have links to schools, community information. Um, you know, there's a lot of other information on there, but they can uh, they can also call us. Uh, my my number is nine one six three one six. Five five six seven or Jeff at nine one six five zero one six one zero eight, and we can um, arrange a private tour. The home is probably best seen at any time of the day, but at night when there's a sunset, um, it's probably one of the best times to view the home. So it, it does, and it has a really amazing pool too. If, if you oh, know. definitely, it's got a vanishing edge pool and spa um, deck, a lot of decking that you can you could still see yeah, the lake. Uh, hey folks! Hey guys, do you mind? Do you guys mind? You guys mind standing over during the break just for a few more seconds, and uh, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll finish this. All right, great. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be right back after this, and we're going to talk about this amazing property. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. Today we have a special guest. Uh, Angela Demiri and Jeff Trexler, they are one. In 2000, last year, they were top 1% REMAX gold agents worldwide. And we're talking about, uh, actually, somebody that I know, their personal residence on Carmen Drive in El Dorado Hills. And one of the things we didn't mention is this house is a smart home. It's fully automated, right? Yeah, it's got this Elan system that um, it's, you can operate it from your smartphone. So it controls the pool, the lights, the temperature of the home. Um, it's pretty tricked out. It's, um, it's basically operated by an iPad and there's an iPad on each level of the home. It's also operates the security. So you can be, you know, when I show the house, um, I leave and the owner can turn off all the lights from his iPhone. So I don't even have to do anything, you know? So it's, it's really just really tricked out. It's state of the art as far as technology. No, it, it, but it's, still, it's really something you know, to see folks. And yeah. You can you can see it at uh, Demiri and Trexler dot com or give Angela a call at nine one six three one six five five six seven. Hey Jeff, um, what are you seeing these days? Any trends that you want to note in the industry? What are you seeing this year? End of year? Uh, uh, you know, really, it's it's about the election at this point in time. Uh, <laughs> this year has been pretty stable. 
Uh, we haven't seen too much price fluctuation. I printed out all the reports before I came on your show here and just kind of analyzed them one last time before we talked. And really, uh, inventory kind of spiked up a little bit over the summer, and then uh, it's gone back down a little bit. Uh, you know, right now, uh, it's hard to predict how the market's going to go for next year. It's going to be very difficult to assess because of the election. And uh, not so much who wins, but I, I think it's uh, uh, it'll provide stability once it's over and people will feel a little bit more comfortable going forward. I agree. I think the, our last segment, too, and, and I mean, you guys are great uh, at what you do, but the last segment, I think, t- at least in our area, to, to recover is that upper-end market. And I know that you guys have sold some homes and really, I mean, in the, in the million, $2 million range in fairly a short period of time, but a lot of that stuff I see is staying on the market for a while. Um, maybe just not priced right? Uh, we have seen that the lower end is moving a little quicker than the upper end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of, our market here in El Dorado Hills, we're more tied to the Bay Area than actually Sacramento. And, you know, the Bay Area market has slowed down a little bit. Uh, we also are very seasonal here, you know, as it, we're a family uh, community. And uh, we see a lot of activity over the summer here because people want to get their families and kids in, settled before school starts. And right. then once school does start, we typically slow down a little bit, and then we pick up again right now as we're seeing a little spike in activity. Uh, people want to get settled in before the holidays. But really, we're really tied to the barrier market yeah, here it, in El Dorado. And Hill. you're right, Eric, about the, the, you know, the price point. You know, once you get over a million five, over two million, your buyer pool is a little more shallow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, so you're, so if you, you know, we always, we, Jeff and I, you know, as far as, and what, probably one of the reasons we're so successful is we don't sugarcoat it. To our sellers and, and when we list their home, it's, you know, we give them the price that, that they need to list at because they're not doing them any favor, you know, doing themselves any favors by sure. their price their house is too high. I mean, we have great comps and we had some, we do in El Dorado Hills. It's amazing. Jeff and I sold the most expensive house in El Dorado Hills this year at 2.5 million. But you see people like the neighbors will go and put their house on for 3.2 million thinking, well, right. mine's nicer <laughs> than that and it's bigger. And it's, you know, it's our job as guides and as real estate agents to educate, you know, sellers. I absolutely yeah, I not, think so. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm actually, it's, it's very, and Jeff's right, it's very tied to that market because I'm actually from the East Bay. I grew up in Danville. I know that market really well. Moved to El Dorado Hills because it reminded me of Danville in the early 80s back 20 years ago. And it's kind of naturally progressed and become what it is. And we, you know, and that's why I think, you know, some, a barrier listener right now, take advantage of Prop 90 and, and, and really start looking at El Dorado County. We're one of the few receiving counties of Prop 90 in the state. In the but area. we got about a minute in the area. We got a, we got a minute uh, uh, left. I want to know that, uh, what, what, Angela, what do you like about the lending industry these days? What's working? What's working is people like you. And what's, been what's in the not working? A long time. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is people like you who've been in the business a while and has been, you know, like Jeff and I, you, you've weathered the storm, Eric. You know, you've been sure. through the ups and downs and, you know, it went from a business that was not transparent at all to, you know, there's a lot more transparency, which is good for consumers. Um, right. What, yeah. We've learned that it's just like selling real estate. You know, uh, 10% of the realtors do 90% of the business. And that's when right. you find a good lender, you know, we work with several lenders, and, and a lot of times we're working with the buyer's lender, and they have another realtor, and, and we're always amazed at uh, 
how difficult things can be if you don't have a qualified lender and, and someone that does a good job. Right. And it's and some of these yeah. buyers lately have been going online and buying you know, getting their loans online and, and they're they're so short sighted. They're going for that short that, that that small you know, the little interest rate, but you end up paying for it. You know, they Absolutely. end up paying for it by losing time. They might lose the, the home because they can't get, remove their loan contingency. The loan doesn't close. They might lose their dream home because of that. So, you know, uh, we always recommend, you know, that they go with a local lender who's established, who's been in the business for a long time. You know, like Jeff said, it's just like real estate agents, you know. Well, um, hey, folks, we're, we're, we want to thank you. I'm sorry it went really fast. I'd love to have you on for a whole show sometime. But, again, uh, thank you very much, Angela and Jeff. And, folks, if you oh. want to see – uh, this property, uh, give Angela a call, 916-316-5567 or Jeff, 916-501-6108. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Good night. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, folks, welcome back to Real Life Lending. <clears throat> again, I want to thank Angela and uh, Mr. Trexler for being on the show. And again, if you have want to see that property, you can always go to my website or give me us a call at 925-203-5808. Uh, we'll pass you along to Angela and Jeff. Uh, it's an amazing property, and it's a steal for what you're looking at in the Bay Area. Sounds 8, like 8,000 square feet. Uh, Jessica, but on the other end of it, I know all the investors are out there waiting to, to hear... What kind of property do you have for them today? Well, I think the uh, the cheapest, best property in a decent area that uh, cash flows quite nicely is on 43rd Street. It's a duplex listed at one ninety nine, and this duplex brings in twenty hundred ninety nine thousand dollars for a duplex. It gets better. Okay. It brings in twenty three ten in rent. Twenty three hundred and ten dollars. Yes, in Me- so meeting meeting 50- our one percent rule and, and a little better. Twenty, so it brings in to almost twenty-five grand. Right, tenants are already in place. Uh, that one is a real win. If you're looking for a um, a four unit, I have one in nine five eight one seven. It's uh, close to Old Soul, that you know, real hip up and coming neighborhood in Oak Park. Um, it is in Oak Park, but it's in the up and coming neighborhood. This is listed at three eighty five, and it's bringing in about thirty two hundred. There will be just one showing tomorrow evening. If you're interested in seeing that one fourplex available in Oak Park. So between you and me, nobody else is listening. What? What does up and coming mean? Um, it, the, the whole area has been revitalized. Um, okay. what, what used to be a pretty scary area, in my opinion, 20 years ago, has, it, it's up and coming. It's filled with hipsters. The um, you know streets are lined with lights. There's coffee shops and restaurants and um, art shops popping up. And it's a, it's a pretty fun place to hang out on the weekend. It attracts a lot of um, young millennials that uh, have moved into the neighborhood. It's, it's pretty happening neighborhood. How, how does somebody get a hold of you? Uh, 916-532-8916. 916-532-8916. Um, what are you seeing right now on the investor side? Are, are they out this time of the year? Are they taking the holidays off? Investors are always out. No shortage of investors. What I have seen more of, um, which is, is interesting because we're always talking about how we're working with a savvier first-time buyer and a savvier move-up buyer. I am working um, currently with a lot of investors that this is their very first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're they're learning the rules of um, of the game and figuring out how to analyze a deal and, and figuring out what's going to be good and not, not going to be good. And I think it's important to work with somebody who, uh, well, like myself, who's 
going to be patient and understanding and understand it's their first time and they haven't done this before and it's very scary and it's a big decision and, sure. and you know, get them to that finish line. Um, but I, I, I have heard that a lot of realtors, unless you have done multiple deals, they're just not going to waste their time giving you this education and, and tour. This is kind of what we like to do. Right. You know, this is about uh, you, the consumer. That's why I started this. And, and you guys have kept me on the air for almost four years. And one of the things I want to want to offer all of our listeners out there is, is go through a pre pre approval process with me. Absolutely. Come come meet me personally, work with me, uh, and we'll go through whether you're looking to refinance. I know that everybody's getting bombarded with a number of bunch of flyers and they're some of them are really bad. Some uh-huh. of them are good. Some of them most of them are bad. Uh, send those over to me. We'll take a look at them for you and we'll give you the skinny on them. But uh, if you hear anything on the show, give me a call, work with me, nine two five two oh three five eight oh eight. Again nine two five Two zero three five eight zero eight. Jessica, how does somebody get a hold of you again? Nine one six five three two eight nine one six. And I am on seven days this week. So That's if you're right. looking for an investment property all the way down to Fresno, I will find you that great deal. And if you want to uh, re-listen to this show, it'll be played on our sister station, eight sixty a.m. five p.m. Saturday. All right, folks, I want to thank you for another great week of Real Life Lending. Jump on my website, reallifelending.com. Give me an email with some show questions. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.